Hey everyone, does capitalism get you down? Does the constant pressure to be productive get to you? Are you tired of being a cog in the machine? Then we invite you to be part of the revolution against toxic productivity by embracing the useless things. Welcome to episode 44 of the Very Unimportant People podcast. Do less. I'm your host, Lydia, and this week I want to tell you guys quickly about a joke that my grandma told that was kind of killer. (laughs) It's about William Shatner. (laughs) And my name's Courtney, and this week I accidentally got a little too drunk. (gasps) Fun! At like five o'clock on a Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) That's everything. I'm so happy to hear that. How, How was it? I was getting lit. Oh, it was good. It was it was good. I didn't plan it. I um I went out for dinner and Yeah, I also didn't plan going out for dinner. Okay. Just downtown and I love that. Neither of us ate lunch and then it was five o'clock and we were very hungry. So yeah. we got dinner and then on the menu it said mimosa flight. And I was like, that sounds like a good drink. So I was like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna get that. That sounds good. And in my head when it said mimosa, for some reason I imagined a mojito. So oh, right okay. off the bat, I had the complete wrong idea. <laughs> but like in my experience in the past, a flight is normally like served on like a little board yeah. or like a tray of some sort, like little cups, kind of like tasters, you know? Totally. It's just those yeah. tiny like champagne glass size things. Exactly. We'll normally like equal one full drink, you know, maybe between them or like a drink and a half, whatever. So I was like, this is fine. So I order it. And a few minutes later, out comes the server, (laughs) literally just with three mimosas. Full glass, no tray, just puts down three (laughs) glasses of mimosas in front of me. What the fuck? (laughs) That was their flight. It was with different fruit juices. So there was like a grapefruit, a pineapple, like an orange. Um, But yeah, it was just three full mimosas. And I was not prepared for that. I had no food in my stomach. But I was like, all right, I got to drink these three mimosas now at five (laughs) o'clock. So because it's more of a breakfast drink, but that's fine. Mm. Um, So it was fun. It was fun. Did not not plan it, but it was good. That's so great. I love that. Sometimes the spontaneous drunkness are always the best ones, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, cute. What did you guys do after? Were you just like drunk with the waiter and you're like, yeah, I'll bring me more mimosas. (laughs) No, I did not order more mimosas. I had to do something the next day. I think I might have been working. Oh, yeah. Which is always no fun. We went to this like dessert place um, where they like dip your ice cream in like things. But honestly... I was already feeling kind of full and I ordered a small and the small was so big. And then I ordered like this cotton candy one and like Mm -hmm. the dip that they put on it, like the layer on my candy was like, oh my, sorry, my ice cream was like this thick. Like I know you guys can't see it, but like probably like a centimeter (laughs) thick, like very thick. And I just could not eat it. I ended up like there was getting a spoon and like scooping out the ice cream from the inside, just like hollowing it out. And then I threw it out. I made Janae threw it out because I felt bad. Because <laughs> the people <laughs> that were working shell. there were like, <laughs> So I was like, could you throw this oh out? Please? And then he threw it out for me. Um, and that's so funny. I love that hollow <laughs> shell of like just an ice cream cone with nothing inside of it. That's fucking it was hilarious. so thick. It was so gross. Oh, God, that sucks. Yeah. That sounds like it would be okay, too, though. Cotton candy is good. I think it would have been okay if I had not just eaten a large meal and yeah. three mimosas. <laughs> nice. I think that kind of did fuck? me over a little bit. Three mimosas? That's, that's a good place. It is a good it place. like a good restaurant. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Mm-hmm. They know how mm-hmm. to treat their I wasn't. I wasn't right. mad about it. I was just no. shocked. I was like, yeah. And That's I kind of looked like an alcoholic just with, like, the three glasses in front of me, but it was fine. You've heard of double fisting, but now let me introduce you to triple fisting. <laughs> nice. All right. Um, tell us your joke. Let's hear oh, it. Oh, yeah. Okay. So my grandma, uh, we were talking about how William Shatner, who um, is a Star Trek person. I haven't seen Star mm-hmm. Trek, but he's in Star Trek. And, like, you know, Star Trek is in space. So William Shatner... Yes um went to space recently in real life like he did the space tourism thing 
and my grandma and my family were talking about like William Shatner because they they grew up in the Star Trek era so they were just like oh yeah he had like uh, uh, that wife and then he got divorced and then like you know he got divorced again and then he got divorced again and my grandma a little bit of a Catholic I guess she was like (laughs) oh yeah he went to space that's the closest he's gonna get to heaven (laughs) it was pretty good (laughs) I was dying we literally were like grandma where the fuck did you come up with that like that's hilarious <laughs> just because he's been divorced four times <laughs> oh catholics man i know it was so funny that's good. we were all like grandma you are the best <laughs> yeah, she honestly <laughs> is low-key i was like your wit is as good as ever she also just turned 92 mm. 92 baby wow i know it's impressive it's crazy holy moly 92, 92 years oh my god That's so I many years to keep living yeah <laughs> i don't think i'm oh gonna boy. call it quits by 80 yeah i don't know if i can make it to 90 Mm-mm. she's doing good for 90 though you know that's like good. sounds like bodily it. i think i think mostly people worry about like their body and their minds deteriorating mm-hmm. it doesn't happen to everyone some people oh, are fine that's right that's good <laughs> i guess <laughs> don't worry courtney i'll pull the plug if something happens Oh, as long you. as you promise to do the same. Of course. Thank of you. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, what's up, you guys? Now is a part of the podcast where we talk about the poll from last week. As you may or may not remember, last week we talked about self-domestication theory for human beings and mm-hmm. uh how bluetooth headphones are way worse than wired headphones and this poll was up on our instagram at very.unimportant.people so make sure you check that out and participate we love it when you participate the first question was are wired headphones superior to bluetooth 62 percent of you said yes i That's fantastic love this so much good job guys I, we yeah, agree i love that <laughs> That's some tea. That's some hot, steaming hot tea right there yeah, for Apple. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it really people shows like that it. people are willing to to plug something in to, you know, <laughs> just feel nice to do about the bare it. Also, yeah, to do the bare minimum to make something happen, you know? <sighs> Convenience isn't everything. Sometimes mm-hmm. we want to put in some work to listen to music. It feels nice. Love it. <laughs> All right. The next question was, are humans self-domesticated? And 80% of you said yes. Wow, you guys really listened to the podcast love, this week, love huh? Love it. <laughs> I love all of you guys. Thank you. <laughs> the next question was, is removing the headphone jack from phones a stupid design choice? 75% <laughs> of you said yes. <laughs> Yay. Tw- that 25% of you, I. what I are you doing? Why, Why how you- is that more convenient for you? Why did you say that? <laughs> Who's winning give in me, that situation? Yeah, give me one example of how that's convenient. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Um, and then the last question was, do you want to be domesticated by something else like dogs Oops. are? Yes. 89% of you said no. <laughs> Which, well, I don't know. I kind of get it, but I also kind of don't. I think I, I think I said yes to this mm-hmm. question because dogs have a good life honestly like they were domesticated yeah. by us but like that also means that we take care of them in every capacity of their life and they literally yeah. have to do nothing except yep. vibe <laughs> and hang out and get fed and they get their water and then they go to sleep and then they go for a walk Sounds and then they go to the beach life. they go for a car ride like yeah fun stuff their entire lives Sounds are nice. just like they're just living in retirement for their entire life <laughs> yeah you know, pretty much that's just, that's awesome they're born and they're retired that's it <laughs> it's nice <laughs> so so i think it would thank be nice you. but i, I get it i guess and thank you for participating this week everyone make sure you check out our instagram stories next week for some more fun polls about this week's mm. upcoming episode bye fun. bye on that note okay. <laughs> yeah <this week. laughs> i'm going first this week guys and um I'm going to talk to you about a theory that I read about on uh, the internet, and it's called the dead internet theory. And this theory Mm -hmm. was proposed by this guy on this, like, really interesting and cool website called um, agoraroad.com. And it's kind of this, like, website that's kind of a community forum type of website. Like, 
you don't see this type of shit that much anymore. This is very much like reminiscent of the old internet style of Aww. communicating and of posting and of posting like um, like art or your opinion and then having like conversations in the comments, kind of like Reddit, except I feel like Reddit has is more of like an app now than it really is like a place on the internet. And this is kind mm-hmm. of like the place on the internet. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Like there's old internet type of vibes here, which yeah. is cool, which is nice. And this person... Um, posted a couple years ago this theory about how the internet died in 2016 or 2017 and that large proportions well it was like this whole kind of scaling back of real people on the internet and supposedly like human produced content on the internet is actually just generated by artificial intelligence And it's, like, this whole conspiracy to, like, brainwash and, like, drown out the remaining people, real people who are on the internet. And to, like, also include paid media influencers in order to manufacture consumers. (laughs) Interesting. So sad, yeah. So it's basically this whole, like, kind of brainwashing plan where this guy is, like... It has this crazy, like this really cool, crazy theory about how the internet feels empty. It feels devoid of people. It feels devoid mm-hmm. of content compared mm-hmm. to the internet in 2007, for example, where everything was just like new and fresh and interesting. And there was, it felt like real people and it felt like genuine yeah. connections on the internet. And there was places to go that weren't just social media and there was links to click and there was like things to explore on the internet and there was personal blogs and there was like, more stuff than just businesses and corporations like there was people on the internet and it wasn't just like the news and (laughs) the social media you know what i mean so he says that the internet of today feels entirely sterile and Mm. um it may seem like super gigantic but it's actually just a hot air balloon with nothing inside and he says that like most of it is of course the fault of corporations (laughs) and government entities and stuff like that Um, But here is kind of the proof, which some of this stuff like really, really resonated with me because I've been saying some of this shit for a while. So he says that he's seen. Yes, go ahead. Before you go, like when we say the Internet is dead and no one's on the Internet, this is excluding social media because everyone that I know is on the Internet. Yeah, yeah. Same here. But there is also this other side of it where on forums such Mm -hmm. as like Reddit or Quora or like. Um, 4chan as well is mentioned here too it's just completely like fucked up by bots like bots will be posting pretending to be people they will be posting like some random nonsense opinions or they'll be like oh like um i'm pretty sure that you're a bot like a bot will say aren't you you're a bot to someone else who is not a bot and then the other person is like sounds like something a bot would say (laughs) like they just go back and forth between arguing about who's a bot or not yeah (laughs) wow okay yeah i know because i had that realization too where i was like well i know like most of the people on my instagram like i know most of them through like some Mm -hmm. sort of social circle and i've seen them with their account and i know that they're real yeah but the social medias are also populated by bots like 25 percent, i think or more it's just bots and just like fake profiles run by click farms yeah (laughs) and like people just just posting nothing and this guy was pretty much saying that he's seen like the same threads same pictures Mm -hmm. same replies reposted over and over again across the years making everything seem kind of unremarkable which is just like so true like the amount of times that i've seen on tiktok or on instagram just memes like cycling and cycling and cycling and just i see the same shit that i've been seeing for years (laughs) like there's nothing new (laughs) it's just so he's saying that it's just like bots reposting these things or Mm -hmm. reimagining them into something else to make it seem like new content type of thing and like yeah it's just kind of the same stuff over and over and he's like who is doing this and why? Like, what is the yeah. point of just recreating new stuff? Like, maybe your average user doesn't notice, but, like, I think a lot of people who have been around the block <laughs> might notice. <laughs> and I see this on Twitter because on Twitter, a lot of the people um, that I follow, like, I don't know in real life. But yeah. I swear to God, every week, it's the same stuff on Twitter. It's always 
reclaim your energy. It's always cut toxic people out of your life. It's always hustle in silence. Don't let people Uh, know what you're up to. And like, I don't know if that's just the people that I follow because I've been trying to follow like a lot of different types of accounts, but it's the people who I know personally who are retweeting like the same shit over and over and over and over again. And it's like, Mm. aren't you, aren't you tired of this? Like, aren't you sick of this? And this was, this was kind of a phenomenon too in Twitter like a while ago where there was this whole like um, tweeting experience where people would be like, "Ugh, I hate texting. Just call me. I hate texting. Just move in with me. I hate texting. Just um, call me back or something like that. And these types of iterations of the same idea of the I hate texting, just do this instead would be mm-hmm. posted on like eight different accounts who have the same profile photos and the same kind of vibe around it. And would just be posted over and over again and over again. And this guy is saying that like these are the bots and these are the people who are just like posting just nonsense and that mm. social media platforms have pretty much lost human communication and are just oh, replaced with stereotypical relatable posts. Yeah, honestly, every time Literally. I go on Instagram, I'm like, where are the people? Yeah. <laughs> it's like two people and then like ad. Two people yeah. like paid sponsorship. Two people yeah. like there's where are the people? I have no idea. They're gone. Literally literally where? And like they're being completely replaced. I follow like 600 actual real life people who either never post or their posts are never boosted to the top because it's always like some meme page which is being boosted on the top, which I swear to God, I follow one meme page and it's all I see. (laughs) I had to like unfollow every single like page or like hashtag or anything that I followed because it was just like dude taking over my feed that's so rough yeah 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 and i mean um he was also saying that like the news is also kind of feels body because um normally he says that he's been seeing like the same kind of news recycled over the past like uh, i guess six years and it's mostly Mm -hmm. about like asteroids or the moon and the moon one really fucking hit me because I swear to God, every week, let me know if you guys relate to this. Every week, it's about the super moon, the pink yes. moon, the blue moon, get the outside moon. at 3 a.m. tonight. Yeah. To see the moon. <laughs> yeah. And this this happens once on in every years. 600 oh. years. I'm like, th- there's no <sighs> way that that moon is that rare. It's just a full moon. God damn it. Like every night, the sky is doing something different. I get it. I don't. Mm-hmm. It's just too much. Like, it's just too much moon content. And I'm pretty sure that none of it is real. I'm pretty sure that it's all made by bots <laughs> pretending to be humans to get these like clicks and to get these kind of like interactions and to drown out actual human posting or anything like that. Mm. Um, and then also on Instagram, there's a lot of bots on the meme accounts. Like, I see that shit all the time in the comments. And it's just like, follow blah, 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 follow blah, blah, blah. Oh, like, yeah. it's just, oh, it's just so annoying. <laughs> um, <laughs> So here's an example of a meme that's been like recycled and reused to death. First of all, it's it's like about this frog, right? So at first mm. there was a reptilian messiah. I don't know that much about reptilian messiah, but it sounds like it was like a joke created on I hope so. early internet. So yeah. on either like 4chan or Reddit, there was like a reptilian messiah. I'm sure it has something to do with the lizard people conspiracy theory that you were talking about a couple weeks ago too. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking, yeah. And people were like, lol, our lizard king, praise. And then... It was a different one a few years later. The foul bachelor frog. I don't know what that means either. But then it transforms into something that we know and love. Pepe. Pepe the frog. You know the green frog with the like (laughs) cartoon drawn and like it's it's just an evolution. It's just like a link that (laughs) memes stay the same. They're just packaged differently. Mm-hmm. And this shit I see on TikTok too, where people are all saying the same thing. <laughs> and yeah, then like, I mean, I feel like it. It like it might have something to do with just trends. Like there's yeah, trends going on, you know. Definitely. And then someone, but that's the thing with trends too, is that he feels like a lot of the trends are being mm. like um, more trended by bots, so that everybody kind of oh. follows this one common trend and they feel like the social pressure to follow the trend that Mm. is being like perpetuated by the bots 
and he's saying that um even some of the people who post like one hot take or like one kind of something like crazy or something out there or is taken completely wrong by the wrong audience it's not made for the right audience and then the wrong Mm. audience sees it and then they get completely harassed for it completely shit on for like this tiny little take and he's saying that um half of this might be ai just adding on to the hate adding on to this like like you're not complying yeah exactly go kill yourself people (laughs) go run in front of a car and let it run over you die making people like afraid to share original opinions and afraid to be like that old creative Mm. that used to be available like in the old internet i guess also Mm. like the yeah yeah and okay so another piece of evidence is that sexual perversion has spawned a horrible reality (laughs) i don't fully understand that sentence but i agree with it uh, yes Yeah. yes I mean, totally. whatever that means yes yeah so it kind of just means that like in in the old internet you know there would mm. be like um like perverts and like pedos and people who yeah. were into feet fetishes and into like weird like not weird but like just different i guess sex stuff honestly like fringe things yeah yeah so mm-hmm. they would be hidden in the deep dark corners of the internet and they would have their own little communities to discuss their own little sexual perversions and it wouldn't Mm. really make it to the mainstream like it is now and he's saying like Mm. why is it that the real life and the real world seems to emulate like those sexual interests with a little bit of a time lag you know like virtually every fetish was once a joke or a fantasy like (laughs) made on these sites and now it's like it seems like the real world slash like this world is bending over backwards to accommodate the fetishes and it's not like um as common as it could be but like there's a huge number of people who are doing it and it's he's saying that it feels like it's an effort to like keep people inside of the world to keep real people inside of like the ai kind of world Mm -hmm. and he feels like the results are devastating to society which i mean i feel like they kind of are (laughs) So is he mad that, like, people are accepting of, like, kinks and fetishes? I think when it comes to, like, the pedophile activism, which is something that he mentioned. There's pedophile activism? Yeah, because they're saying that being a pedophile is just a preference. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. What? (laughs) Yeah, so that used to be, like, a deep, dark corner of the internet. But now, a normie like me... (laughs) is aware of these things going on on the internet you know this used to not be mm, something that okay. was pushed to the front okay and now he's like it's being something that's pushed to the front foot fetishes used to be super weird and now people are like i'm selling my feet pics online bitch there's different websites mm. where you could sell your feet pics like mm. it's just it's just odd that people are literally like bending over backwards to accommodate these like kind mm. of weirdos <laughs> to stay on the internet <laughs> Yeah, and then another that's... one of his um, things is, I don't know if this is just like a feeling of growing <laughs> older, but mm-hmm. he feels like the algorithm is like creating complete like fiction and that includes Hollywood films and maybe music. And he feels like fiction as a genre has become completely sterile and there's like nothing no. new and it just caters <laughs> to the lowest common denominator. He likes that word. I don't know. Lowest common <laughs> and denominator. It, yeah, And it follows the same template over okay. and over and over again and he yeah. feels like music is just auto-tunes and blandness and that the writer's strike never ended and algorithms and computer programs are manufacturing modern fiction and there is no human behind these things Let's see that's a big claim yeah. that's a big one <laughs> yeah that was a little bit ridiculous you know i'm reading I, a book like, by hank green right now guys like hank green is probably a real, real. person Mm-hmm. I really hope he's not a bot. I would be so upset if he was a bot. <laughs> well, I think I've seen him at meet and greets, so there's no way that can be fabricated, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? And I get it. Yeah, things are repeated. But. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. also feel like people just. Like to be Like nostalgic, to make money. Maybe. Oh. 
Got to. Yeah, they like to make money and they're like, oh, this did well. I'm going to do this again. Like Netflix, yeah. they repeat the same plot all the time of movies. But oh. like at the same time, people love like crappy rom-coms. They always have the same <laughs> plot, but like we're always yeah. going to consume them because they're like just feel good movies, Comforting. brainless yeah. things that you can put on that you know what's going to happen. Still somehow entertaining. Ending. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so his main thesis, he, he said, mm-hmm. to succinct, succinctly state my thesis here, the government is engaging in an artificial intelligence powered gaslighting of the, the entire population. I it's always it's the, government. the government. I know, right? But I don't know if it's the government per se. I think it's just no. like some other internet like, people. <laughs> also, who are they referring to when they say the government? Because like, I'm assuming this person is in the States, but the internet does exist everywhere. So I don't understand why the government of the United States would be controlling internet for everyone everywhere. Like, it just doesn't make logical sense to me. People got to stop saying the government. They got to find somebody else. Someone else to blame. Yeah, totally. Like, there's got to be other reasons. Maybe the corporations we can blame it on. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Maybe find a person. Don't just be like the government because the government changes. <laughs> it only rules one country. Like <laughs> it's not all of our government. It's just yeah. Don't one just say country the government is a blanket term, and you're like, okay, now we have someone to the throw pitchforks at. We're I'm good. Like, who? <laughs> what does that mean? Specifically, who in the government? The Senate. Yeah. What does he have yeah. to do with this? <laughs> Give me more information about that. What do you mean, <laughs> the government? First name, last name, please. <laughs> um. Yeah. So maybe it's not the government. I mean, I don't. I don't fully agree with that point either. I do mm-hmm. think that there is a lot of AI on the um, web scale websites. And I do agree that it feels like the only point of the internet is to consume and to mm-hmm. be sold things and to have advertisements. And yes. um, his kind of other thesis part of it which is just like based around capitalism i just i feel like it's just so true and he's saying that um, they're (laughs) utilizing like bots and maybe some paid employees whose job it is to like produce content and to do like the click farming and stuff like that in Mm -hmm. order to further the agenda of people who want to be selling things well i mean (laughs) the agenda of the government (laughs) Yeah, yeah yeah I feel like I align with some of these points. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree that the internet is full of bots. It's hard to find the people. It's a lot of ads. It's a lot of corporations. I don't like that. But at mm-hmm. the same time, some of his arguments do feel like he's just an angry man. Because <laughs> a lot of these are attacks mm-hmm. on, like, one was attack on, like, cancel culture, which mm-hmm. is a more, like, liberal thing mm. and then the other like is an attack on kinks or being like open about sexuality which is also a more liberal thing so i'm getting some republican vibes from him Interesting. now i agree i don't agree with pedophile activism yeah but like foot fetishes are pretty harmless i don't really have an issue with them you know mm. and like i don't like incels but like kinks kinks are harmless so yeah. I don't I I don't have an issue with them being like accepted on the internet and yeah. people just being like accepted for kinks and being more open about like sexuality because these things exist anyways like everyone has a kink and whatever mm-hmm. it's better to be open about it. So yeah, some republican vibes. I agree, but <laughs> <laughs> hesitantly. <laughs> hesitantly agree. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> um another point this was not his point this was a little bit of like a branch away from his kind Mm. of side of things was how big platforms encourage their users to have the same conversations and to have like the same feelings um arc over and over and over and over again so someone tweets something a little bit controversial and then it gets a response and then gets more responses and then it gets people angry and then it's on the trending page and it was never Mm. meant to be on the trending page because it was only meant for the 300 people that they follow you know like it was only meant for that one specific niche and then to put it on the trending page is to invite people who may take it out of context may take it completely not seriously and begin to harass them and begin to Mm -hmm. like shun them for having this hot take or like this kind of 
opinion that might be a little weird. Like this woman um, tweeted that horror movies shouldn't be in space. Like if it's a if it's a horror movie in space, then it's not a horror movie. That's not horror genre. And so many people were mad at her about it. Like she got really? so many so much it's harassment on opinion. Twitter. I it's literally, know, but it, I don't care. Like no one should care that much. <laughs> but it no. hit the wrong people. <laughs> And then, like, mm. hella people were just taking it, like, completely out of context. And then a bunch of, assuming as well, bots were, like, piling on and being like, yeah, like, you fucking suck just to kind of get people back in line in the zeitgeist of things. Except in it horror. Yeah. I mean, that's happened yeah. to us. We've ended up on yeah. the wrong <laughs> side yeah, of TikTok. And we've gotten some sucks. hate for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um this guy charlie warzel calls this platform collapse because it's actually an issue with the platform and not mm. with like the person like it's an issue with the platform not protecting the people and not like using the trending page properly like trending yeah. was originally meant to be for like news that people might be interested in mm-hmm. but these kind of opinions and these places to go and not to like find things yeah these things were always meant to be just for the group of people who aren't going to hate on them and just for the group of people who maybe will agree or know them personally or something like that like it wasn't meant to be discovered by millions of people and Mm -hmm. yeah this guy was just kind of pointing to like a problem with yeah the way that social media is being run where people just encourage people to be angry and people Mm -hmm. are encouraged to angrily click on things and to angrily comment on things because anger is such a strong emotion (laughs) and that literally just drives more advertising and more consumerism Mm -hmm. and like it's just kind of sad. It's just not the old internet anymore. <laughs> There's just nowhere to go on the internet. It's just apps. It's just like corporation websites. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You, you go to Google and you type in Google and then you go to like some news articles or something like that. Mm-hmm. There's just no there's just no place for something on the to internet. order. You Google yeah. <laughs> a yeah. local business. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. I can't remember the last time. Actually, no, every week I Google something that's not yes. corporate, and that's for our podcast. And yes, that's the yes. only time I ever use the internet to not engage in social media or to look up a corporation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, people used to do, like, personal blogs, and like people used to, mm-hmm. like, work on their own websites, and people used to try to create, like, unique yeah. things and, like, interesting it was just it's just different so i mean i don't know if this guy's theory is coming from a missing of the old internet like mm. feeling like a little bit of boomer vibes maybe where it's like oh the music used to be so good and now it's so shit yeah. you know or just like oh remember when people used to read books like now no one reads books anymore like books are so good or oh remember when kids used to know how to write cursive No, they can't write Mm. cursive. Those idiots. At least I can write cursive. I may not be able to use the internet properly, but god damn it, I can can write cursively. I can't figure out how to print something, but... Yeah. Yeah. But fuck it. I can write it out in cursive. It'll take me (laughs) ten minutes, but... (laughs) You won't be able to read it either because you can't read cursive, so it will be a useless document. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I'm not sure if the opinion is kind of coming from, like, a, an area of being, like, kind of afraid of change or just kind of hating it, what it's become a little bit. I agree. I kind of hate what it's become, too, a little bit. I mean, I'm not completely yeah. against that. <laughs> it, it is kind of spiraling out of control, in my opinion. But so is society, <laughs> you know? Yes, yes. The internet. Maybe it's just is... a reflection of us. Mm-hmm. 100%. That's a hot take, people. That's a hot take. The issue isn't the internet. The issue is us. Yeah, the internet is just a tool. It doesn't have a life of its own. You're using it. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're putting in your effort. You know, you're putting in whatever Mm. you need to. Yeah. So, in conclusion, um, it's just it's just being used for capitalism too. Pretty much at this point, like used to be a little bit different. That's probably another one of the reasons that this man, possibly Republican, is so upset. (laughs) It's because (laughs) it's just being used 
Yeah. Like for capitalism, 25% of 100%. new on the internet on average are bots, but that varies from site to site. Like on Facebook, mm-hmm. I think like 40% of users on Facebook oh, are bots it. and then like 20% are dead. So their <laughs> things don't even like... <laughs> don't even do it anymore it's much rarer to find a genuine interaction which yeah is something that i miss about the old internet as well like i wasn't really a part of this like kind of area of it but i was on tumblr so i understand what it's like <laughs> to have the real genuine connections and to be able to like go on the internet for hours and like be discovering new things and be searching for new things and not get mm-hmm. bombarded by ads and like not yeah. be looking for something to buy like it's such a weird concept to go on the internet to not look for something to purchase or something to purchase so that it can help you make something for someone else to purchase you know like this whole hobbies are funded by capitalism kind of thing yeah i don't know when the last time was that i just browsed the web just browsed yeah you can't it's it's like you can't, it's not the same it's not no. the same it's not <laughs> it's an activity not anymore you can't browse the web anymore yeah yeah you have to be so. like going on a social media or going on like a something Amazon. you can't just go on the internet to go on the internet anymore it's just not a place that exists it's just it's yeah it's just not the web mm-hmm. is is dead <laughs> yeah so yeah finding passionate people is just kind of hard hard and yeah yeah makes i mean fighting makes people click more make people more money so it's just too bad it's just too bad that the internet (laughs) has gone in this direction you know maybe it could have gone in a different direction but it's just too bad so the internet is dead (laughs) in conclusion (laughs) therefore (laughs) yeah fair enough it is yeet old internet yeeted out the window new internet welcome new internet welcome capitalism enter enter capitalism stage right you know yeah enter stage right (laughs) exit stage left old internet so sad though it's so sad i feel like capitalism always ruins everything i read this other article about um how the internet might become um like privatized i believe the word is just like how railway stations were like in america there used to be 600 railway railway stations and now there's Uh only 12 and like seven of them are owned by the same company and they just have this monopoly slash monopoly What's the word for like when several companies own it? Monopoly, monopoly. That's one company, or yeah. two. Oligopoly. I think that's oligopoly. I honestly oh. think that's what it is. It honestly, yeah. Oligopoly. <laughs> yeah, some, some, yes. something along those lines. Multiple I didn't take corporations. But... <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Did not I didn't take it. economics. <laughs> Multiple corporations are in charge of it. And mm. that's what people are afraid of is going to happen yeah. with the internet. And it already kind of is happening because all people mm. do is go on social media and Wikipedia. No one's curious anymore. I wish I wish there was just like safe spaces on the internet. Me too. <laughs> that would be Because so some of it nice. is convenient. Like shopping online has saved a lot of people during the pandemic. Like it is convenient mm-hmm. to be able to shop online. I do like that. You know, ads are fine sometimes, as we we're talking about. Sometimes yes. they advertise you what you're looking for. Great. Yeah, it's perfect. But it's like wow. Yeah, sometimes I don't want that. Sometimes I just want a safe space where there's just people. Yeah. No ads. Mm-hmm. No corporations making accounts, pretending to be real people. <laughs> yeah, just building a personality, commenting on TikToks, which like is cute, but this is our place. I still love you know? TikTok. Well, I can't attack place. TikTok. I still have a deep. <clears throat> I have a deep love for TikTok, so. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. We'll just stick with attacking Facebook for now until. Courtney. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. I can attack <laughs> Facebook. Okay, okay. I'm not okay. over it yet. I'm a little infatuated. <laughs> well, I thank you. Thank you for that. No problem. I do agree. R.I.P. Internet. Internet. Yes. R.I.P. She will never be the same. (laughs) Never. She will. Never. Yeah. All right, guys. Welcome to the second half of the podcast. And this week, I'm talking about something that's just kind of heartwarming. Yay. adorable Aww. cute just a little happy content for you guys yeah we do a <laughs> lot of dark not dark stuff but just critical things 
learning mm. about weird trends or dark conspiracy theories. But this yes. week we're just we're having some fun. Um, <laughs> I wanted to talk about Jonathan the tortoise. Oh, um, I learned about him in a TikTok a few weeks oh. ago, and I just became obsessed with him. Oh. Um, I have some like in discovering Jonathan. I had some reflections on society because of Jonathan oh. that I will include at the end. So there is a little bit of bigger thinking in this opinion, but Whoa. we'll just start with the cute turtle stuff. So can't wait. <laughs> for those of you who don't know Jonathan, he is the oldest tortoise in the world. Really? And yeah, he is 189 years old. Oh, He's an oh old my God. Boy. 189 years old? Just vibing? Yeah. That entire just time? Just vibing. Bro? Just vi- just straight vibes whole time. Yeah. I Turtles strive to... to be Jonathan. Yeah. Don't have to do anything yeah. at all. <laughs> you just have to eat and move slow. That's yeah. amazing. Oh. Um oh, so he's estimated his friends are dead. Oh my he God. has friends. Don't worry, he has friends. Okay. <laughs> um he's estimated to have been born in eighteen thirty two and in twenty twenty he won the title of being the oldest chelonian ever which i don't know what a chelonian is but he's the oldest one very good very good Jonathan. i think it might be like the <laughs> oldest maybe like land animal or something like you know it's like a bigger a bigger title oh, than just being the I oldest see. tortoise he's the oldest oh, chelonian like the oldest and anyone of... knows what that is okay maybe it's like Please a branch of know. being a reptile maybe that's what i was thinking mm-hmm. yeah yeah um so he surpassed Tui Amalia, Malia, Malia, who was a tortoise who was owned by the royal family of Congo, of to- Tonga. Oh, oh my God, this is not going well. <laughs> it was a tortoise that was owned by the royal family of Tonga between um, 1777 and 1965. Damn. And that That's little so- turtle had been presented to that family by Captain James Cook. James Cook. So that's some, yeah, he's a Voyager. Ah, Voyager. Very, very Some people might wow. know him. He's a little that's famous. So, cool. okay, okay. Um, so Jonathan was born in the Seychelles in the Indian Ocean. And when he was around 50 years old, he was gifted to the governor of a small island of St. Helena, which is kind of in the oh. middle of the Pacific, I think, mm-hmm. in, 19, in 1882. Um, Dude, and that's he's lived... so insane. Right? Oh, right? That's such a long And that was like of... in his youth. Yeah. 50 years old, he was gifted. And they're like, here's this young turtle. (laughs) That's crazy. It really puts 100 Mm -hmm. years into perspective. Like, it puts almost 200 years old. And he was like, 1883. He's a gift. That's insane. Such a long period of time. And it's actually like this gifting that they've been able to estimate his age. um, Because they have some pictures from around when he was gifted. And it shows that he's at maturity. And maturity happens around 50 years old. Mm -hmm. So all they can say is that he was at least 50 years old when he was given to them. But he could actually be older than 189 years old. But that's just like their best estimate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's basically lived at this governor's residence ever since. He lives on (laughs) manicured lawns. And he oh. shares the grounds with three other tortoises. No um, way. Yeah. And their names are David, Emma, and Fred. Those are his I, friends. I, I love that. <laughs> I love it when, like, people give their pets ironic human names. I know. It's so <laughs> David cute. David the turtle. Jonathan. It's like naming your cat John. Fred, Emma. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, they initially thought he was an Aldebaran tortoise, which is a type of tortoise. And But after closer examination, they found out that he was actually a very rare seashells giant tortoise. So that's oh. the breed that he is. He's very rare. Um, they originally cool. estimated that he would live to be 150 years old, but he has far surpassed this, and he is in very good health. Really? Um, yeah. Oh, he so is pretty much blind and has no sense of smell. Hmm. But other than that, <laughs> he has a <laughs> really good... Great. <laughs> he has a really good sense of hearing. He has a great appetite. He has a good libido. <laughs> He's still, you know... What? Gets active. Yeah. 189 years old. Oh, wow. Oh, my he, God. He's fascinated by the sound of tennis and loves people. Every time oh they, like, God. play tennis, he's like, what is that? And he'll, That's like, walk towards so the tennis cute. court. Like, when people play tennis. Uh, a few years back, he wasn't doing so well, and they got really scared. 
They thought he was, you know, oh, on his way out. His beak started crumbling and he like couldn't eat grass anymore. So he what? started like eating like dead leaves and stuff like that because he couldn't like pick the grass. So he started, oh. you know, losing weight and becoming very lethargic. Mm-hmm. He was very cold. Um, and so they started feeding him fruits and veggies once a week. Mm-hmm. And now he's better. His beak's back. Uh, oh. He's eating grass again. Yeah. Oh. So that is a testament to the <laughs> power of a balanced diet, everyone. <laughs> Eat your fruits and veggies. Just the power of fruits and veggies only once a week, too. It's not like he was eating Yeah, I know. Just That's what I week, thought, too. Once a week. And he's better. Uh, that's Cured. amazing. Cured. Uh, okay. <laughs> right? I guess. Uh, okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, on really hot days, he likes to lie in the shade, um, but on mild days, he'll do this thing where he lies out in the grass with his, like, neck and arms, like, fully stretched out on the grass. Oh. Um, and a few times, they've actually, the vet has been called to the property because people thought he was dead. He, like, literally <laughs> looks dead when he lies in the sun. <laughs> so the That's vet will so get, like, a panic cute. call being like, Jonathan's dead! And he'll, like, rush over and Jonathan's just yeah. sleeping. He's Aww. just sunbathing. <laughs> Is it hard to wake Jonathan up? Is that why people think he's dead? Like... Because when you go up to the turtle, like, sometimes when I think my cats are dead because they're, like, in mm. such a deep sleep, I, like, mm-hmm. stare at them and then I'm, like, wake up! <laughs> and then they wake up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But Jonathan's deaf and has no sense of smell. So when he's asleep, he might, like, really be asleep. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, there ain't no waking Jonathan up. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Okay. Just give him a good little pet, I guess, until he wakes yeah. up. Startle him. Hilarious. Poor Jonathan. Yeah. Poor guy. <clears throat> Just trying to live in peace. He's living a good mm-hmm. life. He's living a good life. Um, when he's cold, he digs himself into a little mound of leaf or grass clippings and he just Aww. sleeps inside the little pile when he's, when he's cold Aww. outside. That's so um, he's also either bi or pansexual. Oh. He likes to mate with both Emma and David. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good for him. He's so ahead of his time. I'm happy that now, like Mm -hmm. in 2021, he's able to fully express himself and be accepted. You know, I'm sure it's hard for him. You go, Jonathan. You go, old man. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine being born in the 1800s. Oh, and having to hide your your true self for so long, you know? Yeah. He's like, finally, I've lived long enough. Yeah. He was probably always kept with a female, and he was like, this is. This is good. This is not what I want. I, I need more. I need I need mm-hmm. also a man turtle. Yeah. Good for him. He was good the original job, activist. Original <laughs> activist for freedom, for rights, for gay marriage. Okay, with Jonathan. Jonathan. OG. Um, and fun fact, he actually didn't get his name until the 1930s. He was really? nameless for most of his life. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, and in the 1930s, there was a governor who was only governor for about six years. His name was Sir Spencer. Um, and he named Jonathan. And <laughs> the people of St. Helena's Island say that was that governor's only contribution to their society. <laughs> they really didn't like that guy. Huh? They did not like Sir Spencer. <laughs> but he named the turtle and it stuck. He named the turtle. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. funny. Mm-hmm. That was his only contribution to <laughs> anything St. Helens related. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for this next little fun fact, a little backstory. St. I don't know if it's Helena's or Helena's. Oh, okay. I'm going to call it St. Helena's. Um, it is a British colony. Mm-hmm. So a little backstory. So in 2018... One of the noble lords in the UK Parliament asked the Queen if her government was going to be paying for the operation to have Jonathan's cataracts removed. Somebody asked oh the Queen God. to pay for Jonathan's surgery. <laughs> like, this is your son. <laughs> yeah, they're like, your responsibility. Are you going to save Jonathan? <laughs> did she? No. Oh, she did not. She did not. That's so um, funny. Yeah, people were really confused by this comment. They were like, why why do you need to save his his site um and the person who made the suggestion said that they wanted to increase the tortoise population and help tourism which okay jonathan has been alive for a very long time he has never produced offspring so they actually think he's infertile so having his 
sight wouldn't help that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and also, tourists already come to see him. Yeah. You don't need I don't know why more. he needs to see. But I understand trying to paint it into a light that would be beneficial mm. for the queen, you know? Revenue. Yeah. But also, why do they need their here. eyes to reproduce? Because um, he mates anyways. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it was just like a weird... I think this guy is like just secretly in love with Jonathan the turtle. Yeah, possibly. He just wants him to like be able to keep seeing. He probably felt really deeply that he was going to lose his vision. He was like, no, mm-hmm. Jonathan won't be happy. Jonathan. Can't see. <laughs> How will he be able to see the beautiful landscape? Meanwhile, Jonathan's just like grass. Yeah. Grass is good. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Um, yeah. When he was young, he used to frequently break through fences and run away. Aww. And they would have to get people to carry him back on a stretcher because he's so big. <laughs> like, one person can't carry him back. So Aww. they would, like, get a bunch of people to carry him home. That's so um, cute. And he would, like, upend benches by the tennis court. He would disrupt croquet games by sitting on the balls so people couldn't play with them. <laughs> so he was a little bit of a shit disturber. Rambunctious. Yeah. Rambunctious turtle. That's so fun yeah and like a turtle causing problems that's so cute i mean they later found out that he was doing all this stuff because he was lonely oh that's why he got his friends and that's why fred emma and david came along to keep him company so now he's a lot happier and he doesn't really shit disturb anymore he just like vibes with his buddies okay Um, so he's feeling a little better that's good that's good (laughs) What a life this guy has led. I know. Oh, I man. know. I, I love him so much. Like, I'm just so obsessed with his his whole <laughs> vibe and his whole life. Um, his vet, uh, hold on. His vet is quoted to say that his vet, like, loves him a lot. His vet comes every single week to, like, take Aww. care of him, make sure he's good. Like, they have a really close bond. Um, and his vet is quoted to say that he will either drop dead tomorrow or he'll live until he's at 250 years old and see us all off. <laughs> And that is, like, a solid vibe that I'm getting. Like, he almost died three years ago, gave him some fruits and veggies. He's now at, like, the prime of his health again. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I really think this turtle might live forever. Yeah, definitely. Or die tomorrow. We can't be Or it's Yeah. (laughs) He is old. Yes, yes. We can't expect much from him. He's the oldest. Oldest. So who knows? Who knows how long this turtle can actually live for? What is their life expectancy normally? We probably have no idea because no one's ever tracked it. That's crazy. I think they do know. I think that's how they probably estimated the original 150 years old. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. How does vet... There's this... Okay. Work. (laughs) What do you mean? How does vet work? (laughs) Like, how does he do checkups on a turtle? Like, how can you you check up his internal organs and, like... I you think know, he just steal around. He just gets a vibe from I, him, and he's like, "Ah, oh, yeah, he's yeah." Good. I think Either he just like looks at him, sees mm-hmm. like his energy levels. I don't. Maybe they can take blood samples. I don't really oh, know how true. it works with reptiles, but wait, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think they just check him out. Okay, make sure okay. he's doing okay. I don't. Really, I don't yeah. know the answer to that. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, there is this wild theory that Jonathan might actually be 250 years old. Oh, really? Because they have this mm. other picture from around 1770 of another tortoise in this area. And there's a chance it could be Jonathan. Some people think that's Jonathan. Whoa. Yeah. So it's not actually confirmed. Whoa. His age is an estimate. It's not actually confirmed how old he is. Oh, and there's so a lot cool. of people who thinks he was born in the 1700s and not in the 1800s, which would make him very, very old. Whoa, that's a f- fucking crazy. How do turtles live for so long? Right? Okay, here how we go. So, still doing <laughs> research has been really interested in how turtles live so long. Um, and they found that tortoise, tortoises have the ability to protect themselves from long-term effects of cell damage by quickly killing off damaged cells using a process called apoptosis. And this increases what? their life expect- expectancy. Yeah, they can just, like, kill off all the damaged cells and stuff. So cancer? No. Aging? Very slow. That is so amazing. 
Mm -hmm. But I have this fringe (laughs) theory that is not backed up at all by science that life expectancy has something to do with speed. Like maybe when you're born, there is like a cap of, I don't know, movements that you can do in your lifetime. (laughs) Okay. And turtles move very slowly, so it takes them a very long time to hit this cap. <laughs> but if you think about, okay. like, all the little quick animals, like little squirrels and stuff like that, they mm-hmm. have very short lifespans. But turtles have very long lifespans. So I think that it might have something to do with speed. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Do, do What's another, like, slow animal? Like sloths, for example? Sloths? They are quite live, slow. I actually Googled this last night because oh. I had the same thought. I was like, hmm. Um, sloths live about 20 to 30 years, but that that's in the wild, which okay. hard to compare, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's been living wild a cushy and, life, Jonathan. Yeah. And even like humans, like we don't live in the wild, you know, we are. Yeah. So can't even compare to us. But in Googling sloths last night, I learned a very sad and interesting fact that 50% of sloths die while going poop. <laughs> why what happens to them because they have to climb down from their tree to to take a shit yes. um and they're so slow moving that things attack them while they're pooping oh. and they can't run away oh my god <laughs> so 50 percent of them die that's a lot <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i a struggle risk. to understand how sloths are still alive how they yeah. have not gone extinct it doesn't sound yeah. like Everyone knows the fact that they fall out of trees because they think their arms are branches. Like, <laughs> how is that animal still around? <laughs> uh, survival of the fittest just doesn't apply to sloths. No, sloths just defy that. That's how we know it's a simulation because sloths yeah, are still around. Sloths are still around. That's so amazing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hmm. So that's my theory. And then, um, I like that. Yeah. I, I told that theory to Janaid. He had another theory that I think is actually slightly backed by science, and it has to do with heart rate, which I think kind of ties into my theory. I think I was on the yes. right track there, but species with, with slower heart rates live longer. Oh, I see. So, it's, so maybe it could it's be like you have a cap piece. on heart rate yes. instead of on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Does that mean that working it. out actually lowers your life expectancy? A hundred percent, yes. <laughs> yes, that is why I don't work out. I'm trying yes. to live a long time. <laughs> I only have a limited amount of heartbeats, goddammit. I, I gotta go save faster. them up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> love that, love that. Yes, hmm. yes. That's my theory. Okay, now, <clears throat> here is a small list of things that Jonathan has lived through in his lifetime. <laughs> Great. Just to put it in perspective for y'all. So he has lived through two world wars, yeah. the Russian Revolution, hmm. seven monarchs on the British throne, oh, which is wild God. to me because in my lifetime, I've seen one. Yeah. He was actually born um, five years before the coronation of Queen Victoria. Queen Victoria oh. the first, the first Queen oh. Victoria. <laughs> Wow. He was born five years before she was coordinated. Wow. Yeah. Holy. Um, he's seen 39 presidents. He was oh. born before the first postage stamp. Oh, um, that's so Born cute. before, yeah, the first building of the first skyscraper. He was born oh. before the Eiffel Tower was finished. Wow. Um, he was born before the first photograph was taken. He oh was born God, before... True light bulbs were created when jonathan was born there was no electricity in homes people were still living by candlelight when jonathan was born (laughs) yeah they had discovered electricity they had done the flag thing but they hadn't figured out how to like bring electricity to people or like produce it in any way fuck yum Dude, and you know what the craziest thing is? This guy has no idea. I know. He's just been vibing. He's just been eating out there, eating his grass for 200 years. That's all he's been doing. Grass. Just living under a rock. Just no thought. Burying himself in a little leaf mound. Yeah. Sleeping, taking naps. Being warm. He's been taking naps. And eating in the sun. God. Ultimate. Ultimate win mm-hmm. <laughs> jonathan is winning a hundred percent a hundred percent um he was also 
he's been around since Abraham Lincoln was elected president. Like, he's seen the almost the entire United States. Wow. Yeah, pretty much. He's seen the rise <laughs> and the fall. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, oh and God. the local coin of St. Helena's Island has Jonathan the Turtle on the back of it. Really? Yeah. He's Aww. kind of like a local legend. Everyone yeah, loves Jonathan. Sure. I love Jonathan. I'm not even he's from He's a legend. He's, he's not my even a local legend. legend. He's my hero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be Jonathan the Turtle. <laughs> to yeah. meet Jonathan the Turtle. Ooh. I want to meet him so bad, but I'm like so scared he's going to die because he's very old. <laughs> yes. You don't know where St. Helena's is, you know? Oh, and yeah. he's also lived through a couple pandemics now. Oh, yeah. That's good for him. Thing. Yeah. It's um, pretty crazy that he managed to survive those, too. I mean, he's a turtle. Yeah. I don't think he catches coronavirus, but That's yeah, true. the whole Jonathan the turtle thing really got me reflecting on human life <laughs> and like how humans really ain't shit. Like, <laughs> Jonathan was born during the Industrial Revolution. Like, the Industrial oh, Revolution man. ended in the 1840s, and he was born mm-hmm. in the 1830s. And so he was born during the birth of capitalism. Like, that's pretty significant. <laughs> everything that we think of, like, modern human history has happened during this one turtle's life. Like, and he didn't do anything to stop it. God damn it. <laughs> Jonathan. <laughs> You were there. <laughs> you could have done something. <laughs> like, it just, it really puts it in perspective to me when everyone's like, hey, like, everything is, that you see is, like, only 1% of human existence. Like, I yeah. fully understand it now. And the mm-hmm. amount that we've been able to fuck it up during Jonathan's lifetime, when Jonathan <laughs> was born, there was no climate crisis. Oh. You know? Wars? That's so true. Not really. The world wars hadn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean... There was wars before Colonization that. had happened. Mm-hmm. Not not good. Not great. So human humanity was already, like, kind of... On a decline a little in bit In their there. decline. Yeah. Sure. I would say. Um, mm-hmm. But it just... It blows my mind. It absolutely blows my mind how this one turtle has witnessed what we That's all think so of as human history. Yeah. As, like, modern human history. He's seen yeah. it. And he's probably might live like outlive us oh my god and he's just gonna keep seeing more <laughs> and he's stuff. just gonna keep vibing wow like, humans ain't so shit guys insane. no literally and so, like yeah, that he's was, seen a different yeah. lifestyle too like yeah. a lot of people are like and it's oh, just well, proof we think capitalism is the only way but it's not no jonathan we has have seen a other ways work. enough to see yeah yeah <laughs> that's so and crazy. look in this one turtle's lifetime capitalism capitalism has already like self-destructed has already created mm. so many crises in this one turtle's lifetime it's clearly not working wow that's so insane. it's not gonna Putting outlive a turtle perspective of a lifetime yeah a lifetime so different than like putting it in perspective mm-hmm. of like over the past 200 years blah 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 it blah, makes blah, you understand blah, 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 how blah. short like, eh, it whatever. is but a li- yeah <laughs> oh, a turtle yeah. one turtle one turtle has been seen it all and possibly yeah. more it's an estimate that's so insane yeah Wow. That actually mm-hmm. kind of helps with the existential crisis for some mm-hmm. reason. I don't know why, but I feel better <laughs> about, yeah. about like, Just knowing the Jonathan's insignificance there. of life, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And just, and like, I, these things don't matter. <laughs> and I also think it's testament to, like, I know he's a turtle, but... Or a tortoise. Sorry. Um, <laughs> sorry, Jonathan. But, like, I think it's testament how, like, life can... There is so much more, and it can be worth it. Like, I know on this podcast, we always talk about how living to, you know, 100 or living forever seems like such a task that we don't want to do because life is already, like, just a lot. Mm-hmm. But if we can do life differently, it it is worth it. Like, Jonathan's happy. Enjoyable. He literally sunbathes every day of his life and hangs out with his friends. And he's happy. And he's oh, lived. He's done it for 200 years. So and he's amazing. still happy and still just thriving. He eats healthy foods. Yeah. Takes, takes care, care of himself. Of body. He takes does care what of he wants. Mind. Yeah. And he's happy. He's happy to live. Dude. He's going to keep going. Yeah, Where some of yeah. us, we're like at 20 and we're like, is it over? It's getting a little long. <laughs> yeah. It's dragging on a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so wow yeah it's time to learn something from jonathan those moments of peace and of not consuming and of Mm -hmm. not creating for consumption are 
just doing what makes you our, feel good. Our you life. Know? That is what life is. People look at you weird. If people are like, man, that turtle looks dead. Just do it. It feels <laughs> good, you know? <laughs> don't don't respond haters. to the judgment. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> the haters. Yeah. Shake it off. <laughs> <laughs> don't let people tell you that they think you're dead. You're good. Just keep going. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of my reflection on humanity because of Jonathan. Um, but overall... I am just so obsessed with him. I think it's the most heartwarming <laughs> thing ever. Yeah. Man, I want to meet him so, so bad. Sweet. Pictures of him are so cute. Like, he literally looks like an old man. Like, he's, Aww. like, all wrinkly and, like, so cute. But he's, like, so Aww. big. Anyways, love him. He is my favorite animal. That's what I decided. You know when oh, people are like, I like that. what is your favorite animal? Jonathan. Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan is my favorite just animal. Just Jonathan. Specifically, <laughs> this one tortoise is my favorite I'm animal. i a photo of him. He's so cute. Love him so much. Everyone, go look up a picture of him, along with Lydia. Follow along, real time. Wow, he's so old. Oh, <gasps> oh, he's huge. huge. Yeah. Oh my god. Huge. Giant I was, turtle. Uh, I was concerned for a like, hot second there that person. um, yeah. you know, he might get run over by the uh-uh. gardener or mm-hmm. something like that. This no. is a big turtle. Yeah, like car hits him, car dies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Wow, he was the same size in 1886, too. <laughs> He's yeah, always he been gigantic. Grown. Yeah, yeah, that's how they have done, like, the so aging thing. cool. To know he was, like, at least... Wow. He looks like a dinosaur. He's... That's so insane. I don't understand turtles. Is is his entire, like... Is his shell full of body? Or... Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Is it empty? Is it half empty and then half body? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, I think a shell is part of their body. I don't think they have a body inside oh. the shell. I think they're, like, part of the shell. Oh. If I understand turtles correctly. Cool. Which there's a good chance I don't. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, that was Jonathan. I love, love him. Too. If y'all want to um, subscribe to our Patreon to fund a trip, maybe we'll start a GoFundMe so Ooh. we can go visit him before be he so dies. Fun. That would be great. I want to oh. meet Jonathan so badly. This is my new goal in life. This me. Yeah. I found purpose. Oh. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Oh my Thank god. You. The joys of the internet. The, oh, that's amazing. The joys of TikTok. Courtney just found yeah. purpose. I did. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Like all of the work you do in your lifetime is just to meet Jonathan. Just to meet Jonathan. Just for Jonathan. Oh. I want to meet Jonathan. Yeah. We're gonna meet him now. You come. Yes. You come with me to meet him. Yes. That brings us to the end of the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening today. Um, Thanks for listening to Lydia's talk opinion about the dead internet let us know what you think is the internet dead are we bots whoa maybe this was a way of us letting letting you know know. who actually Mm -hmm. has the upper hand (laughs) Mm -hmm. we could be bots (laughs) and thank you also for listening to my little talk about jonathan i hope that Mm -hmm. it uh warmed your heart as much as mine i hope that you're all like googling jonathan right now um (laughs) because I love him and let me know if you love him as much as I love him and if you want to let us know what you think you can head over to our Instagram which is very.unimportant.people you can find us on Twitter or VUnimportantPPL you can email us if you want Um, we're hatersclickhere at gmail.com which is H-8-T-R-S clickhere at gmail.com and oh we're on TikTok you know that (laughs) and most importantly we are on Patreon Once again, to get to our Patreon, step one, go to Instagram. Step two, our profile. Step three, Linktree. Step four, Patreon. Only four steps. Not that hard. You can do it. (laughs) A little treasure hunt for (laughs) you. And that's it for us this week. Have a great.